Let's get it started in here. That was, that was good, right? good. I might include <laughs> that in the episode. <laughs> and the bass just hey, running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running. My running. vocals have really been surprising me. Sing just certain something. things. Sing something for us, I. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Yeah. There is just one thing I need. <laughs> I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. I, I got flat on that <laughs> Make my wish come. Uh, I, I'm not going to do it. All I want for Christmas is you. Wow. Ladies and gents, we have a very special guest today here on the podcast. Mariah Carey is with us. It's time. What is that thing? <laughs> okay, is now that you can start be the us. Intro? <laughs> hey bitches it's mariah and welcome back to that's the worst yet popular opinion podcast we are your host kevin i and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular that was pretty good that was really good i feel like i need to hear the, the song like I, I was i was getting a little flat in there mm. um also my throat's a little scratchy today well, it's always some issue with me but uh, we didn't give you any time for any vocal warm-ups that was really you're right, just you're off right. the bat yeah um i've really yeah. been thinking about putting up the christmas tree already let's just do my, it my parents literally put up their christmas tree because my mom wanted Good. to like clean stuff out of the attic yeah so it's up she didn't put any ornaments on it but they're like oh the lights do are they nice. have that in the little sunroom mm-hmm. oh that's good and you already they have actually- your holiday starbucks drink today I do, except it's not in a holiday cup, which is disappointing. But literally, I did get a cold brew with one pump of gingerbread and one pump of chai. Wow. Okay. Pump and it. Pump it. Loud. Pump it. <laughs> and then I also got it's so funny because, like, the sweet cream cold foam is literally whipped cream. Right. Right. They just rebranded whipped cream. Yeah. Yeah. Which I realize is bad, but it tastes delicious. So, well. What are you gonna do? I say Fuck you it. deserve a you deserve a little pick me up at the end of this week. I I mean it's Friday, yeah. it's the afternoon. You already made it through everything. Why not? I did. It was you know productive week. You know yeah. just knocking it all out. Why don't you tell our listeners about your crazy Halloween night, Tuesday, October thirty first? Oh my gosh! So it was a. Tuesday was a cold day here <laughs> in Pennsylvania, and it was cold. It was kind of rainy. Um, my one option of a plan was to go over to my grandmother's, but she told me not to come. And then my other option is Maggie invited me to come hand out candy with her, but I was like, I don't really feel like standing on the cold, whatever. Yeah. And so I was home by myself and I was worried that trick-or-treaters were going to come to my door. So I shut and locked the door. I closed the blinds and I turned all the lights off. Um, were you watching TV? 
Like, could they see the lights from the TV? I don't know. I mean, I don't. First of all, I don't think any trick or treaters came were around like, my yeah. little area anyway. Yeah. Um, so I did all that, and I'm like, I'm trying to. Did I? What did I eat? I feel like I ordered food. <laughs> oh, that that's called trick or treating. DoorDash, like, hello, trick or treat. Oh, I I did. Or no, I I literally went and got Panera <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> Panera for dinner. Yeah. I got that. Um, sorry, not like I'm literally just Here telling details of my life, but yeah. it's always so interesting. Yeah. But I got that, you know, those like that caprese sandwich on the baguette. We yeah, got that one baguette. time. Uh-huh. I got that. It was yeah. delicious. It's so, so I got like good. a you pick two with that and obviously like broccoli cheddar soup which is probably all chemicals and cheese but it's like so amazing so it's so like what an idea i wanted to be in the room when they were like okay usually you get a sandwich and a baguette why don't we just make the sandwiches with the baguettes like brain blast it was they have so many baguettes and then it's like then i didn't need this i like didn't get a side because i didn't need another baguette exactly that would have just been like obnoxious right double remember when i almost worked for panera social media when i like interviewed yeah it was years ago you did end up interviewing i think i had a first interview and they were like no thanks i was like okay that sounds good cool (laughs) yeah I've eaten a lot of Panera in my life, so you know I've been paying them long enough. Honestly, those social media managers that work for like big corporations—that sounds awful because they now they jump on all these trends, right? Like they all those corporate accounts like do weird things now where they talk about like Taylor Swift and stuff. So well, yeah, it's like every every random corporate account had like a 1989 like she's had a 1989 post right so imagine going into work and being like an executive or something is like we need a post about 1989 and it's like what like broccoli cheddar 1989 like i don't understand it's very weird and like how panera did like the baguette purse like a fendi bag oh i actually did love that i know i I kind of wanted that was a really good idea But it just feels like so intense to be in corporate social media these days because you – and remember when they were all just tweeting like one word at each other? Like like someone would do like trains and someone would do like planes and they were all like responding to each other and like commenting on each other's like things. Like I don't know. It's just – Stupid. It's just so dumb to like keep yourself up in like the – you know, the algorithm or whatever. I think it works though because then it's like, oh, it's kind of funny that so and so did that. Like yeah. that was their take on it, yeah. and that they're like getting in on the conversation. So like, I can't be mad. No, I'm not mad about it. I just don't want to do it. Like, I find it hard enough to find like appropriate content, and it's usually not appropriate to post on. That's the worst. Like, yeah. usually I just will Google like "sex in the city" quote <laughs> and be like, okay, that one's funny. <laughs> yeah, that'll like, get us being through. A, being an actual like good meme account is like so difficult like that is it takes yeah. a lot of dedication for sure do you think the meme account is still a big thing well i'm not sure if it's would be called like a meme account it's like that evan rots cats guy that account like you know how he'll like post quotes from tv shows or like real housewives or like yeah something that's like or like something that's happening right now it's not necessarily like a meme i guess it's more just like a topical image or something yeah that then it's people like a can mixture. repost yeah 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 it's definitely different than it was before. It's kind of like the My Therapist Says account, like those type of things, like comments by celebs. I, like, that's an amazing 
amazing account. Yeah, the My Therapist My does therapist one. Has, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, like the Reductress one that I was talking about, that one's really good. Like there's a few that I have saved on the searches for that's the worst that I like go through as a cycle to see if they have anything like worth reposting. Yeah. And usually somebody does. Like the ones that are dumb these days are like BuzzFeed. Like BuzzFeed's account is so BuzzFeed, stupid these days. BuzzFeed accounts are such clickbait. Yeah. Is, I need to unfollow them on everything. And I always forget to, but they're so annoying. And I used to be a big like pop crave person. I still am. Like I still don't understand like who pop crave and pop base like yeah. are. But now it feels like they're just like Taylor Swift's first, like now has 1 billion streams on Shake It Off. And it's like, okay i don't know it's like so analytic these yeah days. yeah i'm not a big fan sometimes the they literally is... break news though so that's crazy yeah but they're getting it from i think they're definitely getting it from somewhere else where, that's like, just like CNN, where you're you seeing page it. six yeah probably page six tmz yeah. one of those mm -hmm. um anyway do you have any interest in the morning show um TV show? No. <laughs> I just <laughs> caught up on I guess we're in season Is it, two. Should I should I have interest in it? It's just I mean, I love Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, so it's like I'm happy for them and they like look amazing in this show, but the plot is really we're losing it. And okay. I think overall in TV shows in 2023, we're trying to do too much. We're just trying to do too much. Like Let's get back to the Gilmore Girls episode about absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Like, let's have it centered around pretty much nothing, but the banter and the dialogue, like, are good enough to show. carry. Yeah. Every show now is like, we need to have a cliffhanger at the end of oh every episode. My God. Like, it needs to be this big build up. Well, and um, the morning show is like, they're trying to do current events from like last year. Like uh, mm -hmm. at the end of season one, they were like, it's COVID, like news during COVID, crazy. And now it's like they, they're doing like um, the Supreme Court, like leaking the Roe v. Wade thing and like a lot of Me Too stuff and whatever. And it's just like, there's too much going on in this show mm -hmm. right now. Like they literally ended episode nine. That's the one that's out right now. The finale is next week. And they were like, the CEO of the morning show company is grooming Reese Witherspoon and like is being, and they like post on daily mail or something. And it's like, I don't like where, what are we doing right now? Like this was just supposed to be yeah. a, a show about a morning show. Oh, and Reese Witherspoon's brother stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Oh, my she, God. Oh, yeah. and, like the Hick one. Yes. She's from West Virginia. Yeah. And yeah, Reese I'm... Witherspoon was there, too, as a journalist. And oh, she no. won a Pulitzer Prize. And she deleted a video that she had of her own brother. So now the FBI have, like, a subpoena. Oh, it it seems like kind of, we're getting into, like, how to get away with murder. Like, kind of like, okay, we've gone off the rails a little I would bit. rather they just, like, make up fake news, like, fictional <laughs> yeah. news rather right. than, like, talk about real-life things. Or I don't have, know. like, dumb stuff in between the characters. Like, dumb drama and stuff, like, about people yeah. being on a morning show. Like, why does it, like, when they were, like, oh, January 6th insurrection, I was just, like, oh, my God. Really? Like, yeah. here we go. Like, and she was, like, in the Capitol, like, recording on her phone and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to do like a 
Elon Musk situation because John Hamm is in it this season and he's basically this billionaire that's going to buy the news company. So like when Elon bought Twitter kind of and him and Jennifer Aniston are hooking up, which I think is really cool. And um, I have a really good segue after this. Let's do it. Okay, go for it. My segue is speaking of John Hamm, I just watched the Gilmore's episode that John (gasps) Hamm. He's in Gilmore's? Just one episode. He plays. Um, he goes on a date with Lorelai. Oh. She, Lorelai meets him at this like charity auction. That, there we go. Um, Full episode recap Emily... incoming. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you'd want to know. Okay. It opens on Star's Hollow Gazebo. <laughs> la, la, la. So it's a charity auction. Lorelai goes. She like sparks up a conversation with him. And then she ends up pass- having to ask her mom who the guy was because she wants to reach out to him. Oh, no. Then they go on a date. The date is super boring. He oh. just like talks about he's really rich. So he talks yep. about like all this stuff. Um, and then Lorelai like says she doesn't really want to see him anymore. So it gets back to Emily that <sighs> she doesn't want to see him anymore. And then Emily's mad because she thinks this is gonna like destroy her social life because she's friends with this guy's right, mom. So right, it's just this, it's it's a funny, it's a funny sequence, but it is John Hamm. So. Classic. There's my connection of the day. Here's another connection. Guess which show I'm rewatching that has John Hamm in it. Um, Do the noodle dance. I what no show idea. would I be rewatching that might have that one of the Sex love interests the was John Hamm? I don't think John Hamm was in Sex in the City, but you never know because there's a oh, lot of dirty people. Ra- 30, 30 Rock. Rock, 30 Rockefeller Center. I was going to yes. say, both of both of those shows have a lot of guest actors, so I it could have been. I don't think John Hamm was ever in sex. I think he was a little bit after that time, maybe, but he's definitely in 30 Rock. So we've started the 30 Rock rewatch. It's amazing. It's it's like so crazy because it was so long ago now. Like it's the pilot episodes are always so crazy because they look so old. You know what I mean? Same with Gilmore's like just the production value of it all is just like so yeah, different from what it is today. Like very different. But again, um, like have a whole episode about basically nothing. That's the, like, yeah. that's the TV we want to see. Not like this crazy, like, um, you know, introspection well, into culture. Here's another, I'm going to pull it to another point here. Oh, I don't think that's the right thing to say. <laughs> I'm going to pull it to, to another, another point. point. <laughs> but now show like, Gilmore Girls, for example, had like 20 some episodes in a season. Now shows have like, you know, maybe eight through 12. Yeah. So they have to jam a lot more. Like there isn't as much room for those kinds of episodes, you know? It's like the production value in shows is much higher, Mm -hmm. but But they they can't. They can't have as many episodes. But I wish that people would learn from White Lotus where you can have a whole episode with basically nothing happening, but it's very and it's still enthralling. But it's very engaging. Yeah, oh, I want to rewatch the second season. I loved that. So well, much. we're gonna have to start rewatching because everything's getting pushed to twenty twenty five because they still haven't reached an agreement. Everything's twenty twenty five. Yeah, it's they like just Euphoria, said White Lotus. White Lotus. Yeah, everything's gonna be twenty twenty five. Like, okay, you better get your rewatch calendars out next year because not too it's much is going be... on. Yeah, better pick up another hobby. Um, one other show I wanted to mention that I watched is Lessons in Chemistry yep. on Apple Plus. Um, I think Apple, like, they put out some quality. really good, like, mm-hmm. quality shows. Yep. Um, 
So there's, I think another episode came out today. So I think that'll be like the fifth. Yeah. So it's still like, yeah, coming out every week, but it's really good. Definitely recommend. I've heard great things about it. And how's our girl Brie Larson doing? She's good. I think she's really good in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have to go into full detail because I already went through a whole Gilmore Girls episode. Um, I'm excited because really her like new it. movie, The Marvels, comes out next weekend. Uh, and it's like oh, a yeah. women superhero situation. So I'm sure nobody's going to see it. And they're going to be like, women, you know, people don't want to see superhero movies about women. Blah, blah, I blah. Did, I have seen trailers for it and it doesn't look amazing. But... Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. First of all, it's only like 100 minutes. So you can sit there oh, for wow. an hour and a half and be fine. And... Um, you know, I, I think Lou will probably want to see it. Yeah, it would be interesting. And then the weekend after, the weekend before Thanksgiving, is the new Hunger Games prequel movie. Which, yeah, what are your thoughts? Well, okay, I never read the book. Did you read the book, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, or whatever? Nope. But the ending has to be sad, right? Because Lucy Gray, whatever, the tribute from District 12, who's like supposed to be Katniss's like great, great, great aunt or something like she dies. Right. Like she didn't win the game. Yeah. And like you get President Snow, who's like one of the sponsors, I guess. But like he turns into be evil. So it's like it's probably gonna it's be... like what's leading into that is the hunger games right so it's like yeah it's continuing so like nothing was resolved and it's going to be like a sad ending kind of like it's not like yeah. a happy ending at the end but i'm sure it'll be yeah. like very good and they actually got an interim agreement to do like press for the tour and or for the release and then olivia rodrigo has a song today which does not hold a candle to are you are you coming to the tree in my opinion Never. But nothing ever it. good I think it's pretty good. I mean, I haven't been like a huge fan of Olivia Rodrigo's recent stuff. So my issue, can, she waits. It movie. She waits so long to get the song going. In my opinion, like yeah, the end is the best part. Yeah, like when it's right. Yeah, it's exactly like Vampire. Yes. like it's a very similar. But yeah, it's, it's like, like why do I have to wait two minutes? Build up. For your if song all of start. Vampire were like the end, I would listen to it literally every day. When it it's gets so good. you know, you think that part of it, like, but it's, it's so yeah. boring to get there. My God, yeah. And I think it's this like one is the same. Yeah. And I, which I don't understand because the music industry knows that we have the attention span of literal gnats now. Like they know that. So make the like kind you of you need to hook us at the beginning. Hook us exactly. Hook it. Give yeah. us a hook. Maybe that's maybe that's why now that we don't talk is so good because it's a quick song and it starts Ugh, off. Really that song does still piss me off though because I feel like it's just getting going and then yeah. it stops. You, what do you want to talk about next? <laughs> okay, so I am so excited to talk about the new late night show host, Taylor Tomlinson. And I just feel like this is what we've been waiting for and it feels like somebody listened to our podcast because... You know, we have all these daytime talk shows that are of women and all the late night people are men. And so now we finally have a late night's first woman. We sure are. Right? Isn't that so exciting? It just feels like we've been talking about exciting. that for so long, like the need for women in late night television and the fact that they're relegated to daytime talk shows like Kelly Clarkson, Drew Barrymore, etc. You know, it's for women sitting around at home knitting and 
well, nursing you know, their baby. Yes. I was thinking like, why can't women talk late at night? And it's like, it's usually because they have kids who they need to like get home to or whatever and like be home with their kids yeah. during, the, during the night, I guess. It's so the, just the misogyny of it all. You know what I What's mean? It's like, oh, the men stay up late at night yeah. drinking beer, beer and yeah, like, whiskey, shooting whiskey, Carrie Underwood. Like, smoking a cigar in the basement like so we've both seen taylor tomlinson live which is really fun so that's like we're og yeah. fans thank you very much and like i'm not a big like comedy per person but like i think she's funny and i feel like she actually talks about things that are pertinent to me say what you were saying yesterday about like stand-up comedy in general well i i really don't like stand-up comedy especially like male comedians yeah. specifically yeah what you mean about like i was telling lou yeah like that i don't want to listen yeah yeah so like lou love is like oh like i wish you would like comedian like stand up like it'll like show me a video and be like oh this is so funny i'm like that's literally not funny no. so i'm like okay well let's i mean he we went to see taylor tomlinson together yeah. like he's seen her like tiktoks and stuff so he thinks she's funny so i'm like this is my compromise right. like I will explore female comics and then that's like how we can compromise. But like, I just can't, I just, that's always been my thing. I don't understand why comedians get away with so many things, uh -huh. like saying so many things. Uh -huh. And I just, I don't like it. Specifically um, male comedians though. Like women don't. Yeah. It's just like much. Yeah. you make like jokes about, it just bugs me the most when like people make jokes about like a group of people that they're not a part of mm -hmm. and it's somehow excuse i'm mm -hmm. such an advocate but it's no, just definitely odd. yeah and i guess then some like people aren't offended by it like you'll see like if they make like a joke about black people like there will be black people in the audience and yeah. they're loud but so i like don't understand no. but um but yeah so i think like i like taylor tomlinson i was saying yesterday like heather mcmahon mm -hmm. just released a special on um netflix netflix mm -hmm. and like i like chelsea handler i think yeah. she's really funny hell yeah um i like cassie so, griffin like that's who i first got into with comedy like my life on yeah kathy griffin's really yeah. funny yeah now talk so, about somebody who she did that thing with donald trump's like decapitated head and got completely canceled by everybody so it's like there are right, so it's like, where's the line? I don't understand yeah. what the line is. Then, I, so. My biggest issue with stand-up comedy is fucking Dave Chappelle. I think he's so annoying and so arrogant and, like, says all these things I disparaging totally every group that's ever existed except for him. And it's just, like, yeah. people – and you know what it is? You know what's so scary about it is, like, straight men love that because they want to say that stuff about other people but they can't because that's so that's like how they base. that's like how they get their fix of it yes it's like oh this guy's like oh this is it. so funny yeah and they yeah. feel like validated in that like somebody else thinks the way that i think and that's it's just perpetuating these awful like stereotypes and generalizations about people like I'm saying I'm watching 30 Rock again and like they make some pretty bad jokes like it you know it was like 15 20 years ago like some of the things they probably wouldn't do right now but you can tell that it's written by Tina Fey and not like a man like you can just tell yeah. the difference in humor especially in TV shows like it, it's not like family guy it's like you know what I mean like there's just such a difference in humor I think from that and yeah. stand-up comedians who are female, especially, their big thing that they talk about is themselves, right? They just make fun of themselves. You never yeah. see men doing that, really. 
Mm -mm. Yeah, it's like talking about just like the experience of being a woman and like, I don't know. I feel like they're seeking to like be themselves relatable Uh to their audience. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily at providing whatever men are looking for, which is just validating being an asshole. I think that's what it is, honestly. And <laughs> yeah. and women are validating like how shitty they feel about themselves sometimes. Like I remember Taylor Tomlinson's was a lot about like her therapy sessions, right? And like yeah. funny things that she like. There's a lot about like that. mental health, yeah. like dating, just like these common, you know, experiences that right. women have. Um so when- yeah think it's cool when all of the shows when all the writers were on strike and they did that podcast of the late night hosts and it's literally like seth myers jimmy fallon jimmy kimball stephen colbert like all older white guys it's the fact like, that we have two white men like jimmy's what like yeah what is the difference between any of those shows none of yeah. those shows are any different to me oh, well stephen colbert actually like talks about the news i guess like he's fine whatever but the rest of yeah them, he's one of the better on, ones for and sure. they talk to them and they're like kind of a little funny like that's it like yeah, and you might get like a few clips out of it. Right. Like, like oh, we pranked Taylor Swift, like, ho, ho, like, cool. Isn't that so funny? Everybody thought that Stephen Colbert was, was going to have Taylor, and it's actually Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's that's only because silhouette. people were freaking out because it was November on the 13th. The 13th. I'm yeah. sure he to drum up some you know some conversation well, no, about people it but. still talk about when she went on to stephen colbert with that like mood board or whatever that had like pizza, pizza. yeah like can, what the hell was that pizza. yeah yeah so do you have the article about taylor tomlinson up? yes i do so this is basically like who is taylor tomlinson meet late night tv's only female host so um, Netflix stand-up comedian Taylor Tomlinson has been tapped to fill the late-night television slot of James Corden. Could not have been a better <gasps> replacement God. of a time yeah. slot. Like, yeah. um, with a new show called After Midnight, which will air on CBS following the late show with Stephen Colbert and will be the only late-night show currently hosted by a woman. Tomlinson, who shot to fame with two Netflix comedy series and a TikTok account with 2.5 million followers, oh, appeared wow. on Colbert. Wednesday night where she was announced as a late night host who looks different from her peers. She's a woman. She's 29 years old and claimed on air that she's never had a real job. Jealous. She's so young. She is. Yeah. Um, she's been performing stand-up comedy since she was 16 years old and wow. was a top 10 finalist on NBC's last comic standing in 2015. Oh, um, a 15-minute set on Netflix's stand-up series The Comedy Lineup in 2018 led to an hour-long standalone called Quarter Life Crisis in March of 2020 and mm. then a second special called Look at You which appeared uh, which premiered in March 2022. Mm-hmm. She um she went on tour with Whitney Cummings in 2020 and Tomlinson, one of the most followed female stand-up comedians on TikTok is currently on her own major tour of major theaters across the country. Um, so after midnight will begin in early 2024 and it will air at 1237 AM. I will not be seeing it live (laughs) (laughs) nightly after Colbert and will stream on Paramount the next day. The show is inspired by comedy central show midnight, which featured a panel of comedians and was canceled after four years in 2017. The original midnight hosted by Chris Hardwick aired after the Colbert report on comedy central. So I guess she'll have like other people 
on a panel or something. Oh. That's kind of how like Chelsea lately was, yeah. wasn't it? She yeah, always like, had like, you know. Yeah, she, she's kind of the head of it, but it's like a discussion based. She's 1237. Is that what you said? Yeah. She's going to have to stay up. I mean, that. I'm glad I'm on the West Coast. I might be able to see some of it, but geez, that's Seriously. late. Is somebody watching TV that late? It's like, I guess. Also, <laughs> I thought it was television. cute. She posted like the FaceTime call oh. of like Stephen Colbert calling her to tell her like that she got that. Aww. It was cute. You should yeah. go on her Instagram. It's really cute. Yeah. He called her. He said, happy birthday. It's like ahead of her 30th birthday. He said, I got you a network show. Oh, that's really nice. Um, when her, her show begins next year, Tomlinson will be the only regular female late-night host on television. Few women have broken into late-night on a major network since Joan Rivers first hosted <sighs> a 1986 show that only lasted two seasons. R. Wanda Sykes hosted a late-night show on Fox for one season. Um I'm just finding people that I recognize. Chelsea Handler had a show on E! from 20, uh, 2007 to 2014. But, like, I don't even – like – that's but that that's like a like cable a, yeah. network. It's not like a major. I didn't think so. Network. Yeah. I loved that show though. Oh, I love. I would like watch it at college. <laughs> yeah. Like, at yeah. Night. I'd like stay up. It was on like at eleven. Um, and then who else here? Except for that Busy weird Phillips. thing with Chewy. Like I always thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny though. Yeah. Um, I think those are like the key people. Did Busy um, Phillips have a show? Yeah, it's a busy Phillips was on. Um, oh, it says Samantha B hosted on TBS for seven seasons, yeah. and Busy Phillips hosted from 2018 to 2019. Oh, um, yeah, I don't really think Busy Phillips is that funny personally. She's a yeah, good I wouldn't actress. like consider her like a comedian. Yeah, she's gonna. Oh wait, I can't. I can't remember if she's gonna be in Mean Girls or it was somebody else, wasn't she? Yeah, she's gonna be Regina's she's mom. Something. Yeah, yeah, she's Renee Rapp's mom in it. Oh my gosh, when Renee Rapp brought on Kesha last night, that's oh that was actually my cool. god. She's like getting such cool, like the whole. Well, I guess who cares about that girl? She sang Wicked with, but that oh, no, was but cool. still that she sang Wicked. Yeah, that's what I, I just, think. I love that she's like a pop singer, but yes. then she also has this like theater. Lens, it's literally like, us, yeah. And I love that it's her show's small enough still now that she could just show up one night and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna sing Your Love Is My Drug" by Kesha, like, and people okay. will be like so excited <laughs> yeah, about it. That would be she could have so just sung it fun. without bringing Kesha out, yeah. but like the fact that she brought Kesha out even is really better. Cool. Yeah, even better. Um, I just I think it's cool because like I feel like she'll build herself up in her career and like she'll become more recognizable and then she'll like be in a Broadway show and it'll be like a big deal, you know? Yes. So people Wait. are like mad about Sutton Foster in Sweeney Todd, I guess. I was just gonna yeah. I was just gonna mention that. Why are they mad? Broadway people are so like annoying sometimes. It's yeah, I, I don't think they're mad about Sutton Foster as much as they're mad about the guy who I don't even know who that guy is, but did you see that TikTok I sent you where they were like, this is a baritone um, like role. And yeah, like talking about her and like you need more it's representation. Like, so you like, you like rearrange it. Like it's going to be it's fine. It's like Johnny like, Depp sang this part. Like it, like anybody can do it. It'll be fine. That um, he was in, um, he's in that like, Chicago show that you oh like. I love Chicago. he is I was look I looked him up oh. and there's a big cast yeah, of characters he's, in that show 
Yeah, he's in Schmigadoon. Oh, I love it. Cecily Strong. Um, he was, oh, he was on Gossip Girl. Oh. Trip Vanderbilt. Oh, I know that person, Trip. But yeah, he's done a lot of, um, oh, he was, oh, something about Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I'm happy um, for Titus Burgess and Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I would like, I love Sweeney Todd, though. Like, Do I would you? like to see it. Really? What, like I the worst the, pies in London? I like the music. <laughs> oh, Mr. Todd. Helena Bonham, yeah. Sutton's going to be He's so got to good be the worst part. pies in London. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have He's recently been podcast. head over heels in love with the Wicked soundtrack. I don't know what's going it's on. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. so good. Like, And the fact that they just like created it, like that's the craziest part. And it's so funny because it's like Wicked is like, it's contemporary enough. Like it's about the Wizard of Oz, whatever. And there's some themes you could bring, but it's like so timeless also in the same vein. It's like, so good. It's incredible. I've actually been thinking about going to New York City to maybe see it. Gershwin Theater. Uh-oh. See ya. Can I come? <laughs> yeah, like, I'll come. Yeah, you can be there. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it since high school. Or like early college. Oh, it's been a while. Again, what we were talking about earlier about how trips used to be so fun when we had zero dollars. Like me and Bean and Julie went, but we couldn't get tickets in the same row, so they were like in front of me. <laughs> That's, they were that like, is like. <laughs> well, I was in the seat. Like we need behind. to start writing. <laughs> we need to start like writing down examples of those things because yeah, it's like, like so nostalgic. Ratchet things. Like we literally <laughs> stayed in Julie's like timeshare. Her parents like timeshare thing. And we didn't have a wine bottle opener, so we tried to break open a wine bottle in the shower, and it completely smashed everywhere. It's like, of course, just get a bottle with a screw top, a like, twist off, yeah, like because it was probably like twenty dollars, and this one was like ten, you know? Ooh, yeah. Well, and that's also like, why didn't we just get our box of Franzia? Yeah, like, no wine opener. Yeah, what were you for thinking? that? Yeah, because yeah. you guys were probably like, we can't walk around the streets of New York City with a fucking. And our big outing was literally Applebee's in Times Square. We went to the Applebee's <laughs> in Times Square. Like we're in New York. <laughs> There's so your clue hilarious. today in Applebee's, great biggest yeah. Applebee's in the world. Applebee's. <laughs> anyway, hilarious. I'm just really happy for Taylor Tomlinson. I will be. I will not be like tuning in at the time of the show, but I'll make. I'll be curious to watch like clips. Like I feel like there will be clips and stuff. Yeah. Um. I hope she gets some like good interviews and stuff too. Well, it's like what interviews could you get that late? But I guess people stay up. Like I guess people James Gordon go, got them. Yeah. People go on those and she's much more likable than James Corden. Definitely. So what is your current thought on like the daytime talk show ladies? Like Drew Barrymore just kind of came back and like, nobody's really talking about her very much. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson. I feel like uh, the quote unquote Ozempic queen is like, I in. think, I think that, her like transition to New York has been like such an awakening really? for her. Like I think she's doing so great. I mean, like weight loss aside. Yeah. Um. Well, I told you the other day that like doing karaoke is like my dream, dream. job. Yeah. Because like <laughs> there were TikToks that are like people need to write in their contract that Kelly Clarkson can't, can't sing their it. songs yeah. on her show because yeah. she does better than them. Yeah. She's like. She's really good at covering other people's yeah. songs. Um, but I just think it's like a 
it's a lighthearted show. Everybody like knows and loves Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. So I think she gets, a, she gets like good guests. Yeah. I think she's a pretty like non-controversial person. Definitely. Like she's not bringing much like diversity to no. daytime, but like, no. I think she's, I think, I feel like everybody like, she can be a little like, you know, country. Yeah. I mean, um, she's from know, Texas. Yeah. But like, what do you want? That's fine. Well, so, that's yeah, I'm actually I think she's definitely a more of a mass appeal. I feel like because she can have like football people on and talk to them and then she'll have like musicians on and talk to them and just like random celebrities on and talk to them as well. Like she, she's kind of has yeah. common ground with everybody. I think it's like a very good daytime talk show now and I it's wish... not just like a like i don't i feel like drew barrymore doesn't have like another i guess her edge was like movies like yeah her edge is like connecting with there's not people. much she can like do with it and sometimes yeah. her just the way she talks is just like i get annoyed with how she sits in her chair she literally oh. like sits on her feet like she brings her feet oh, up, she, like, like underneath her yeah oh it's like God. like restless like, leg syndrome you know when Lindsay lohan was on um senescence like the talk show like when she was supposed to be jamie lee curtis like that's what drew barrymore screams to me like you know what is my roman empire <laughs> senescence <laughs> the amount of times we talk about that is like absurd <laughs> senescence senescence oh seen like senile oh, senile <laughs> old people <laughs> honestly like jamie lee curtis did get an oscar for everything of her all at once but it was really she for that role in freaky friday freaky friday set her up for yeah. it for, they would not have considered her for that movie no. had it not been for freaky friday did you Ooh. see the tiktok that was like um being a millennial is wanting a Mean Girls reunion and getting a Walmart commercial. Like, seriously, mm. Walmart? Like, come I know. on. It's, a, it's good, though. Like, they oh. did a good job. <laughs> yeah. I do. I hate. It would have been so much better as, like, Target. Yes, right. Let's get something a little bit higher class, Or please. something like that. But then you're like, oh, Walmart Black Friday deals, you know? Well, can you imagine that? That's why um, Rachel McAdams probably I, didn't want to do it. Exactly what I was just <laughs> going to say. She's classy for that shit. Can you yeah. imagine that email coming to Rachel McAdams and it literally saying, like, those who have, like, accepted, Lisa, what's her name? Lisa Chabert or whatever. What's Gretchen? Lacey. Lacey Chabert. Lacey, Lindsay yeah. Lohan and Amanda, Amanda Seyfried have all, like, gotten back on. And Rachel McAdams is probably, like, fuck that. I am Absolutely not. That. not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If like, Lacey for, like, makes Prada, sense. Lacey makes sense. Like, Lindsay kind of makes sense because she's sort of washed up right now. Yeah, yeah. And Walmart pay, Walmart probably pays a oh, nice paycheck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And yeah, the I guess the odd one out was like Emmy winner Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. You know, she yeah, been caught in the middle of like, is she a list or like, is she kind of like C list? Like, I feel like she's like a solid B plus. She's B, yeah. She it's like that grade in college where you thought you were getting a B plus, but then it comes and you got a B minus, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I I think I maybe got like did okay and then you're like oof. she was so good in that dropout show but like i'm interested to see like where she wants her career to go now amanda C. yeah i wonder if there's anything else she has on the horizon right now like mama mia 4 probably um Let's see. speaking of mama mia and a little tangential over to share 
can we cool it with the Christmas like albums? Like, why does everybody oh, having need... a Christmas album? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she released one of the songs, and it's like DJ, turn it up, it's Christmas or something. And it's like I don't know. Can we just stick with like the old fashioned like Santa Claus is coming to town? You totally. Know? Fine. I don't need. Yep. No. Well, I do like the Ariana Grande Santa Baby. That is, and I do like Taylor Swift's Christmas Tree Farm. But Christmas Tree Farm. It just good. feels like there's too much Christmas music these days. I don't know. I get that yeah. it's like an easy thing to make money off of, but let's be a little bit more creative. Let's have like a St. Patrick's Day album or something. Or like, I don't know, like 4th of, no, not 4th of July album. Like something else. We don't want to glamour as America. No, but, definitely um, not. What are you looking up right now? Amanda Seyfried's IMDb. Amanda Seyfried's IEDB. She, so she was in the dropout. She was in something called Skin and Bone. Hmm. Um. Something this year called Seven Veils. She was in something with Tom Holland where she's like a therapist or something. And he. Yeah, I think. Is like, oh, no, that's not. That's no. He's like trying to remember something that happened in a cult or something. I feel like you would actually like that maybe. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Amanda. What's his name? Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Tom Holland's one dating Zendaya. Yeah, it's Tom Holland. And yeah, Amanda the crowded room. Yeah, like a psychological thriller. I love a psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, what platform is it on? It is on Apple Plus. Oh, so that means it's probably going to be good. Who knows? Yeah. Um, oh, let's... a young man is... Oh. He uh, must be the young man who committed a shocking crime. Yes, that's him. Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, God. Are we ready for Gypsy Rose Blanchard to be released? I don't know. That's like <laughs> a big, that's a big one. Yeah. Like, what is she going to do? She's, I feel like so badly she's going to have a podcast or something. She's going to have like a, I will book. literally <laughs> implode. Here's the thing. Here's my opinion. Like, her mom deserved to die. Definitely. Definitely. The whole thing was like a weird scheming against her yes. for sure. But poor Gypsy Rose was like so fucked up from her mother. Like, well, and honestly, is... she was very resourceful with what she had, like to be able to meet up with and that, that guy in the movies. Her... Yeah. Yeah. And like, he really helped. I mean, he was like clearly a crazy murderer, but like how, what, how, what other way was she going to get out of that situation? No, that was, unless she ran and away. you know what? What value was that woman, her mother, bringing to nothing, the world? Literally nothing. nothing. So you know what? She served her. She did. You know, they murdered someone. Put in your time. And yep. you know what? I hope she has a fresh start. And that's the whole I hope point she's in some intense system. therapy. Yeah, right. Yep. To, ther like, to actually bring out citizens of the world. And that's what we need from Gypsy Rose. Yep. I think so too. So I don't know. Like, I hope she like move. You know, maybe moves out of the south. Like, gets yeah, out yeah. to somewhere different. Um, and just like maybe she'll have a fulfilling life. I feel like she's gonna have a Kimmy Schmidt. Like, she's gonna go on the Today Show and just never leave New York. And then just like I don't know, maybe link up with um, Anna Delvey or something, and just like live their live their lives. Then, you know, that's the one who she has not learned her lesson, Anna. Anna Delby has not she's, learned her fucking lesson. She's jumping right back into the fashion life that she show had in her home, like arrest apartment. Like, well, now no. she's gonna. She now she's like 
because she's so well known, she's going to manipulate people that actually do have money Definitely. instead of like banks embezzling yeah. from her friends or from like banks. Right. So like, yeah, she I always. And you know what? I'm so glad that I watched that show one time through, but I don't think I could ever go back and watch it again because sometimes I get clips of it on TikTok and it's like it's so cringy how much she did without paying for it. Like, it was so bad. Oh my god, it gives me like such a that- pit in my stomach. That show was like a little slow sometimes because it was mm-hmm. like it focused because wasn't like each episode about like a different person that she like scammed wronged or yeah. something. Yeah. So it got it got a lot into like the backstory of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had a so lot of good. they had a lot of, you know, um, things to go off of for that one. That's kind of crazy. Sorry, I'm now I'm reading about Gypsy Rose. <laughs> <laughs> How long did she serve? Wasn't it like 10 years or something? Um, was it longer released, than that? Released on December 28th. Yeah, wow, she was Merry sentenced Christmas. to... T- in 2016, she was sentenced to 10 years. Oh, so. okay. Well, she's out for good behavior. Out early. Nice. I guess. How old is she right it's now? Such a- she is 32. Wow. <coughs> she could be our friend. You think she wants to come? <laughs> she could be our, I would love to be your friend. <laughs> you think she wants to come on the podcast? Tell us all about uh, it. Oh tell my God. all. What if we what if we got the exclusive interview? No, literally the Gypsy scoop. Rose yeah, the exclusive <laughs> scoop of Le- Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Like, I am so passionate about your story. Like, I've watched every single documentary. What like, would be your first question to her? I don't, I don't, I'd have to think about it. Yeah. See, this is, I, you know, this is why I need mental I would be like, do you miss your mom? Oh, that's a good one, i.e. I'm always. Yeah, like, do you regret it? Like, if I do run into Taylor Swift, like, what am I going to ask her? You know what I mean? Like, what, if you have 10 seconds to say something to Taylor Swift, what's it going to be? And it's like, I always think about like, do I ask a question or like, do I just tell her how Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What's like, you know, she's going to be pretty. I don't know. I would want to have something that's not just like, oh my God, I love you so much. Right, you know, like something right. something that she'll like remember me yeah. almost. You're a lesbian. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're, you're gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're funny. We're funny. The other person I think about with that question is Hillary Clinton. Like if I had 10 seconds to talk to Hillary Clinton. I like... would pass out. I would need smelling salts <laughs> to wake me up because I would fully pass out. <laughs> I would just be like, fuck Donald Trump. But it's like, I don't want to say that either. I want to say something like really mean. I would literally like, be like, can I, can I hug you and like yeah. smell your perfume? Like, like do you want to like, no, I, mean, no, I would go. say, have you ever seen my Instagram account? Every outfit of HRC. I'm obsessed. Be with like, you. Can you please repost me repost one time? Me like that yeah. will make my whole life. And I would also, she would probably love it. I would also be like, do you fucking hate Monica Lewinsky? Like, don't you just fucking yeah. hate her? And like the yeah. fact that she still like tweets and stuff, like I would literally off. be like, "How much do you actually hate your husband?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she loathes that man. She hates him so much, as she should. Yeah, as yeah. she absolutely should. He got everything that she should have had, and he literally got impeached for having sex in the like fucking Oval Office. Like, yeah, and she could have gotten in that job, done a hell of a better job, and definitely. like saved us all. Oh like God. we wouldn't be where we are right now we probably i bet covid wouldn't have even happened 
It's so funny. Did you see that TikTok where like during the debates in 2016, she was explaining why Hamas is in Palestine and why like some of those things are happening. And I was just like, oh my God, she's so smart. Like that's so crazy. She's so smart. It's like people have all these controversial and like what I probably don't understand a lot of the nuances, but like at the end of the day, she's like, Mm. she was the clearly the most qualified but even if she had been against like a traditional politician she would have been much more qualified absolutely she's the most qualified politician we've ever had run for president in modern day times like she definitely would have handled this russia ukraine thing differently too i feel like because she's she actually understands like foreign affairs she like lived and breathed it literally the Uh, most traveled secretary of state ever that's also so badass like she was secretary of state and she was just like i'm gonna fly literally everywhere in this fucking country like this it's like you literally get to like see everywhere like you get to go to places other people don't get to go and that improves relations by showing like oh the u.s cares about us enough to like come and have a visit and like talk to us and stuff (laughs) she's so fucking smart so did i have i told you a lot about my broad city watch did you ever watch broad City? you did a little bit yeah I've watched a little bit of it. I was so in love with it. Like, I just think it's my issue was you finished it. I did finish it five seasons. Hillary Clinton's on it in season three. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I always thought that Broad City was kind of like girls, but they're completely different, like completely different. Yeah. Anything. (laughs) <laughs> and like, it, does someone want to join us they're just making fun of how i'm talking but it's just so <laughs> topical and it was so like on the nose but then at the end it was just a, just about two people being friends you know what i mean and the impact that they can have on each other's lives now that i like am removed like i haven't watched girls in such a long time yeah it was like such a cringy show mm. I feel like it was so good at the time because it was like so different from yeah. anything that's been on. But ugh. Lena, and Dunham, they just all suck. She has just aged like milk. Like just so looking back, she's always been so gross. She's really gross. She's like a pig. <laughs> she's just someone I would classify as a pig. <laughs> I don't know. I saw an edit of the You Are In Love song with like her and Jack Antonoff. And I just was reminded of our last episode where it's just like, that's (laughs) so fake. Like that relationship was not real at all. Also, it just sucks because that is just such a like tender song. I know. know? And it's like. Well, that's why I refuse to think about it. It's about those two people. Of course not. Um, I know we we really have done a very good job of not talking about her for this whole podcast, but do you want to tell our listeners about your 1989 Peloton ride yesterday? Oh my gosh, yeah. So um, they premiered a bunch of, um, they did a few different like Peloton type, I think there's like a yoga class, like a strength class with her music and stuff, but Mm -hmm. um, I did a lot, I did the live 30 minute Taylor Swift 1989 ride last night at 7 p.m. and it was so much fun and good songs like i feel like that's why i like pellet we were talking about peloton the other night at dinner and someone was saying like oh i like to go on the peloton and like watch a show and oh. like how do you do like it's so much about like the music and like the rhythm and i'm like mm. not somebody that has rhythm i guess like, i would do that watch tv and just like pedal slowly kind of just like it's like walking on a oh, treadmill yeah. i get i just i like the like okay now we're gonna get 
like ride to this beat or whatever yeah so that's why it was fun like for this because like i knew every single song so like i knew what to expect and Mm -hmm. like the pace that i needed to go so yeah it was really fun there were like seven thousand people or something on it which is crazy well and i was i ranked yeah i ranked like 2700 so i thought that was pretty good actually yeah pretty good so um yeah it was a lot of fun the instructor it was Ali, some Ali Love. Yeah. I Do you think like her? she's done some other. Yeah, she's pretty good. Some of them just like there's an option on there that you can do like less, like more music, less talking. Cause uh. they just like talk too much sometimes. <laughs> People like that. I'm just though, like, I think. okay, yeah. get on with it. It's like, like the Cody Rigsby's of the world. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Cody Rigsby. No. He's like a little too much. No, he's um, the type of gay guy that like he thinks he's a black woman and he talks so and it's just like you talk like that all the time. It's so strange. Yeah. There's another gay guy who's an inst- he's like in London and his class like I did one of his like Broadway oh. rides and it was re- it was really good. Yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of good. Do they like mix up the songs so it's like you don't just listen to the whole song? It's like kind of like mixed in. It actually usually is a whole song. Oh, interesting. Which sometimes it's like, okay. Well, I told like I did the Red Taylor's version ride on yeah. Monday and it literally did the entire 10 minute version. Yeah, that's a little. Well, I mean, I guess that's good. That's like a fun And then song. they had you like ride at the same, you had to like do 90 speed at like a pretty high <laughs> resistance for 10 straight minutes. Like oh, it was wow. kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. It keeps you going, I guess. Well, that song definitely has kind of a lull in it where it's like, okay, we maybe did. Once it gets it. past the first like seven minutes, it's yeah. like, okay, I think, I think we need, think we need like a middle ground seven minute version. Yeah. So but, um, yeah. I thought that I we saw some blind items that Travis and Taylor were supposed to be at some Halloween party together or something, but I didn't yeah, see anything about it anything. Happened. Yeah. Yeah, or that they were supposed to make like an announcement together yeah, or something. Well, Dum- Dum- that Dum- was through Dumois. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think people are very like anti Dumois these days. So too. Yeah. I feel like she's not, especially now that like people know who she is and yeah. like she's just I don't know. I feel like people aren't getting like real tips anymore. Yeah. So I I would say that's probably false. So what did you um, think about Heidi Klum's costume? I thought it was pretty cool. It was kind of cool, yeah. The Cirque du Soleil. You have to see the um, whole thing together, though. Like, on TikTok, I just saw her and not really the people behind her. And I was like, what is going on? Like, the, she she's looks just weird. She's just, like, a weird... And her husband It looks, looks like, like she's egg. on, like, the mask, like the mask singer or That's something. That's exactly what it is. Yes, it did look just like, like the, the Just, like, how the costume looks. It was yeah. very weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more, to be honest. But when it's all put together, that looked good. But, like... She's yeah. definitely had better costumes. I was like looking back at some of her. There was like a post with her. Yeah. Oh, remember when she did that the weird worm. like worm? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was like so creepy. That was last um, year, I think. Because she said something yeah. about like, I was a worm and now I've like crystallized into like a bird. I wonder why she's so into that. Like <laughs> Project Runway of it all. Like I costumes. Know. I think she's it's cool. Weird. Yeah. If it's going to be something, you know, she's in Sex and the City. She she makes a cameo in Sex and the City. 
What does she what does she do? When Carrie is like selected as like a regular person to be in that fashion show and Dolce and Gabbana style Carrie and Heidi Klum at the same time. Uh, and then okay. Carrie falls on the runway and Heidi Klum walks over top oh of her. My God. <laughs> That's like such a cool claim to fame though. Like she was on Sex in the City. Like what a flex. <laughs> um oh my gosh okay anything else you want to bring up this evening i don't think so i'm like ready to eat some tacos taco boys when i asked that yesterday what's your unpopular opinion this week she goes work i hate work it's always (laughs) work (laughs) go out groundbreaking i hate hate my career (laughs) fuck everyone how can taylor thompson have never had a real job like how does she do Girl that? with no job. Yeah. Kind of jealous. Well, if she if Life you goals. start something when you're 16, like she probably didn't even have to go to college or anything. Right, but she was probably like working as a stand-up comic, I guess, right? Like you have to go to bars and yeah. stuff. But that I guess she means not like a traditional job. When are you going right? to go and do your stand-up? Have your stand-up debut. I was thinking about that. Remember when I pretended to do stand up at Allegheny? <laughs> do you remember what I said? No. I just remember because it was literally, I go, I get up there and I'm like, all right, everybody, let's talk about make a difference day. <laughs> <laughs> that is and I like funny. went on about how stupid it is. <laughs> like I had to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to this stupid make a difference day. <laughs> Oh my god. What, what would life. you start your joke with to this like now? God. Like, I almost said like Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And I think it's time for us to sign off. <laughs> and talk about like comedians get a free pass. That's what you I didn't do. say anything bad about it. I was just trying to stir some things you up. You just go up to the mic and just say that one word. Yeah. <laughs> What do we think? Facial expression. All right. Log us out here. All right, everybody. I hope you all have a great weekend. I know I am. Yeah. You know? Fall. It's fall, y'all. I hope that you will all follow us on our social media. Mm -hmm. That's the worst pod on Instagram, threads, and TikTok. And I hope that you also take some time today to subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, we're Kevin IE. And that was literally the worst. See ya.